Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have people are sharing the most bizarre experiences they've had at work. Okay. First one, I have so many stories from working in HR for a private a large private real estate company, but the most memorable involves a sales rep from one of our luxury apartment communities. This dude had his Tinder date meet at one of the furnished apartments, passed it off as his own, hooked up with her, and sent her on her way, all while he was on the clock. He would have gotten away with it, but of course, he just had to brag about it to one of his coworkers, <laughs> who then reported him to HR and got the paperwork for his termination. <laughs> What is wrong with people? Oh, there's a lot of um, poop talk. Oh, in these, yeah. (laughs) It's gonna be one of those nights. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, I worked in two corporate environments with what we called mad shitters. One would shit all over the toilet seat of the men's room. The other in the men's room urinal. Uh. What the fuck is wrong with people? Once again, I don't understand because this has happened at two places that I've worked where there is shit on the toilet seat. How the fuck does that happen? You have to be hovering and shitting on the seat. That's the only way for it to get on there. I guess. But why? I don't know. What is the point? What the fuck? I don't know. I like, seriously, what the actual fuck? Uh, We had a used tampon in the conference room incident at my previous job. In the conference room? In the conference room. That's disgusting. That is beyond. I work for an insurance and benefits company, one of which is HR for smaller companies that can't afford an entire employee. One of our groups is owned by two brothers. One time, one of the brothers wanted me to mediate because the other brother wouldn't answer his calls. <laughs> I was essentially paid to settle a sibling argument. I okayed it with, with my boss and took HR out of their contract when they renewed since I wasn't their damn mother. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. It is. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. Freaking car salesman. I have had one... Come to my place of work and argue with me because he didn't get commission because I went on a day that he wasn't there. Um, boo-hoo. I know. Fuck? I know. I literally went in, asked for him. They said, oh, he's not working today. I said, okay, sell me a car. And he got mad. Okay. I've also had car salesmen call me on the phone and be like, well, why didn't you buy the car I showed you? <laughs> Uh, none of your fucking business. I know. What the fuck? What is wrong with people? I have never had a carman, car salesman call me. I have. What the fuck? Or come to my work. Oh I'd my be God. shitty. I was. I was so mad. I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Yeah, they were arguing. It was ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, I was on a Zoom call interviewing a candidate. There were two of us in from HR on the call, as well as the candidate's potential manager. Everything was going great, and we were finishing up, giving him a chance to ask us questions. 
He had certainly done his research and was asking some great questions when suddenly he stood up, excused himself, and walked off camera. We heard a whirring, whirring noise, a loud beep, and some clicks, and then silence. We made small talk while we were waiting for him to return. Five minutes went by, then ten. After 25 minutes, we decided to end the call. We tried calling his phone, which we could hear ringing on his end, but it went to voicemail. We left a message asking him to please call back. We tried reaching him for uh, several weeks, but never heard back. Sometimes I wonder what happened to him. That is weird. That is weird. What the hell happened? I don't know. Sounds like he had the job, too. Yeah. Like, he, he was asking great questions, and he researched the company, and then he said, excuse me, and never came back. That is so weird. It is weird. That would drive me nuts if I, I was those people. What happened? Yeah, that's crazy. When I worked at a grocery store bakery, we had the cereal one-biter. Someone would take a single bite out of the free pastries, muffins, and cookies that were in the staff room and just leave them there. This was over several months. We did eventually figure out who it was, and I think they got a talking to because it never happened again. Why would you do that in the first place? There's something wrong with everyone. I'm convinced. (laughs) Everyone has a fucking problem of some sort. (laughs) Who would do that and why? Just eat the whole thing. And if you don't want it all now, take it with you. And need it later. It sounds like you're trying to talk reasonably to a crazy person. (laughs) How dare I? (laughs) I mean, like, you just can't. Uh, One time, I was a temp working under the head of HR. I had to digitize a bunch of paperwork, so I got to read over some of the disputes between employees, including one about two coworkers who hated each other and fought all the time. At some point, one of the employees threw a chair at the other, and they were both forced to apologize. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I worked in an office that had a mystery poop incident. There was a small group of us, about 20 people, and the boss had given us an angry-faced bitch talk earlier in the day about something stupid that didn't apply to about 95% of us. Then, at lunchtime, my girlfriend walked into the bathroom And someone had crapped right on the floor. We never found out who did it, but in such a small group, we had our suspicions. That's disgusting. I know. I don't understand. This one is kind of funny. (laughs) I worked with a guy in his 40s who would pee, then wash his junk in the sink. He'd legit lay it on the sink and give it a good cleaning. After enough dudes walked in on him and complained, my poor manager, a 23-year-old female, along with HR, had to tell him to stop doing that. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, like, A for effort, because most guys would not do that. So, I'm all about the clean jeans. (laughs) But don't do it it anymore. Not to mention, if he lays it on the counter, who knows what's on the fucking counter? Mm. And nobody's going to want to touch the counter after they see that. At least it's clean. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to give him credit for that. I have to. (sighs) 
Uh, my mom worked in HR. She had to fire a lady for bringing her pet chinchilla to work. Also, a guy at her work gave his two weeks notice, and on his last day, he pulled out 17 bags of live cr- crickets and let them loose. <laughs> she has so many stories. She fired so many people. She earned the nickname Angel of Death. <laughs> <laughs> I was working with a staffing agency to obtain some warehouse workers. One did not show up at his scheduled time, so we contacted the agency to let them know. He replied that he did arrive, but the door was closed, so he took a selfie with our building in the background to prove he was on location, then left. He did not try to open the door, which was closed, but not locked. (laughs) Uh, Next one, midway through an interview, the applicant reached into his briefcase, pulled out a beer, cracked it open, and took a sip. I guess he figured that the job was not a good match for his for him, and the interview was over. He then made a bit of small talk and left. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big old fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next one, I worked as a chambermaid in the late 70s. When one businessman left the hotel, the bathroom walls were covered with shit. <sighs> A middle-aged businessman, three-piece suit and all. He was very considerate. He only put it on the tiled walls. Are these people so stressed that they regress to toddlerhood? There's no way that's That's, the answer. That's not even... That's ridiculous. That's not even acting like a toddler. No, it's not. Because toddlers don't know any better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even think toddlers would do that. Like, they would not smear it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe a little, but not crazy like i don't know i really don't want to talk about shit <laughs> next one you're in the wrong place <laughs> apparently well i'm the one that brought all this so <laughs> the hr person from my previous job told me about having to fire an employee who consistently went into the employee fridges and stole the cheese off of people's sandwiches oh my God. HR had gotten several complaints of food tampering, so they watched the video of the area and finally figured out who the cheese bandit was. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who would do that? Why? I guess free food. Maybe they wouldn't notice just the cheese missing. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. I used to work at a call center. There was a female employee who would occasionally smear blood and shit on the walls of one of the bathroom stalls. I don't think anyone ever figured out exactly who it was. What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't understand. (laughs) I was doing a Skype interview with a guy when I noticed he kept looking to the side of his room. When I asked if he was all right, a bat flew in front of the camera. (laughs) He immediately grabbed a broom, chased it around the room, whacking at it (laughs) until he hit it. Then we finished the interview. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) hilarious. I hope he got the job. Oh, me too. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, We had two employees at the manufacturing site that didn't get along. Nothing much ever came of it until one of the employees put in his two weeks notice. On his second to last day of employment... He brought a garbage bag full of dog shit with him to work and dumped it on the co-worker's car. I'm not sure where he got it from. He either collected it from his dogs for months or he went to a dog park and just picked it all up. The amount of dog shit covered the car from front bumper to rear window. The only part that wasn't covered was the trunk. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) 
I thought for sure you were going to say he dumped it on his desk. Oh, well, that would have been funny, too. <laughs> um, and my final poop story. Oh, God. HR here. I've got more than one poop story, but my favorite was the person who left a poop on the company napkin in front of the ladies' room. Can you even imagine? Ugh. Gross. People are disgusting. They are. They need some shame or something. Something. <laughs> Okay, this week I did some more creepy kid stuff. I used to babysit this kid with Downs. He couldn't talk very well. He communicated with grunts and sign language. He was very expressive, though, and easy to understand. Well, this one night, he runs upstairs and refuses to come down. I finally ask him what's wrong, and he points behind me, runs his finger across his throat, and makes a cuh sound. I turn around, but nothing was there. Ew, that's creepy. Yes. I was babysitting my three-year-old sister once. We were playing out in the yard, and I asked her why she wouldn't ride her trike. She told me she's going to be mad. I didn't think anything of it, picked my sister up, and tried to sit her on the trike. I had never heard my sister scream so loud, kicking me and crying while saying, she's going to hurt me, she's going to hurt me, over and over. I freaked out and just walked inside with her. All day I kept asking her if everything was okay and she'd say, yes, she's not mad anymore. What the fuck? I don't know. There's five years between my older brother and I. One night shortly after I was brought home, my brother was asleep in his room. He heard knocking and scraping around in his closet. He woke, sat up in bed, and watched a man he describes as the devil exit the closet. He walked to the foot of his bed, smiled, and said, I'll see you soon, kid, and then returned to the closet. My brother, rightfully terrified, went running into my parents' room and immediately told them what had happened. For the next few nights, they let him sleep with them. Just a few nights later, the ceiling in his room collapsed, crushing his bed. What? That is creepy. That is creepy. Why is the devil saying stuff like that well and that That's you weird. know coming from kids though you like you don't know how they interpret things yeah like he could have just been like a, a dark figure maybe or you know yeah. like and he would think yeah that's true creepy though i don't like it <laughs> when my son was three he had some speech issues it was hard to understand him One day while I was driving, he starts telling me a story. It started, Mommy, when I was in your tummy, you worked at McDonald's. I said, Yeah, wondering where he heard that since my stint there was very short. Then you got in an accident and were hurt. Yes, I was, buddy, but it all turned out okay. You were fine and safe in my tummy. At this point, I'm weirded out because even though I was still dealing with lawyers regarding my car accident, I didn't think I had ever told him about it at least not in detail, and never about McDonald's. I know, Mommy, I was watching over you. What? I said quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was watching over you next to a man in white. He said you were going to be okay. And after that, I didn't get another response out of him. He is now nine and remembers none of this. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet and cute. I love it. Who was the man in white? God. Maybe Mm -hmm. like a guardian angel? Maybe. Who knows? 
When my little brother was three or four, he told us about a severed head that had no skin that was hanging from the curtain rod in his bedroom. Oh my God, He didn't what? seem to be scared of it. <laughs> what? Oh, that's normal. <laughs> oh my God, that's creepy. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to the severed head hanging from my window. It's okay. With no skin. <laughs> Playing with my then four-year-old son in our backyard, when I catch him having an animated conversation to himself, I joke and ask him if he has an imaginary friend. He looks me right in the eyes with no expression and says, no, daddy, I'm talking to David. (laughs) He died in his car and everyone was crying, but they couldn't save him. And now he comes to see me. Oh, that was it. Oh, my God. That's creepy. Yes. Getting ready for supper time and my wife is playing with my then two-year-old and he is standing staring into the kitchen with his with this blank look on his face and then his eyes just light up and he has a huge smile and whispers, Grandma. Mm -hmm. Well, Grandma died of cancer before the last two were born. Grandma didn't even get to know we were expecting with our second, let alone third. And we call my mom Nan. We asked him where Grandma was and he just smiled and walked away. Aw, he was excited to see her, whoever it was. (laughs) Friends of mine moved into new house with their four-year-old son. He kept talking about a boy being in his room, which they brushed off. Eventually, they humored him and suggested he talk to the boy. The next day, they asked him how it went. Their son said, I asked him if he wanted to be friends. He smiled and nodded, but I could see he was lying. Oh. Yeah. That gave me chills. How did he know he was lying? I don't know. That's creepy. Kids are creepy. I know. I'm glad my kids never said anything oh, super gosh, creepy. Oh, gosh, me like too. <laughs> when my grandparents lived at their old house in Arlita, California, they had an upstairs. My sister and I were both afraid of the upstairs of the house. We used to see shadow people moving from room to room. Yeah. We often refused to nap up there due to these shadow presence, to these shadows of presence. Adults never believed us, but I remember watching them from the stairs, hoping not to be spotted. Now I'm grown and looking, maybe, thought it was, thought it was just my imagination as a kid until my sister mentioned it, asking if I remembered. Oh my God. Still don't know what they were. That's creepy. I love it with the validation. Yeah, I know. It's great. Late one night, I heard my daughter's voice coming from her room. I got up, and just before I opened her bedroom door, I heard her say, You don't have to leave. Let's show Daddy. (gasps) I opened the door, and she was alone. The window was wide open. Oh, my God. What? What? No. No. Ooh, I don't like that. Why was the window open? Who is she talking to? Oh, my God. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I was visiting my sister and her family. We were sitting around the table eating dinner. My niece, age three or so, said, Daddy has broken eyes. We laughed and I asked, who else has broken eyes? Thinking she meant blue eyes. (laughs) She said, you do too, Auntie, but not Mommy. We all have blue eyes, so that's not what she meant. My sister asked, what do you mean, broken eyes? She responded, the man standing on the front lawn told me that Auntie and Daddy have broken eyes. My brother-in-law ran outside. There was no one on the front lawn. What? 
What does broken eyes mean? I don't know. Broken eyes? Mm-hmm. Weird. I wonder if they wore glasses. <laughs> you would think they would think of that, but... Yeah. Weird. What does it mean, child? I thought maybe it meant that they only they could like see stuff that no one maybe. else can see, but you Why would, would think that, that would... I that wouldn't know. be broken. That would be like open or something, right? Broken eyes. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> when my son was six, he said he came upstairs to brush his teeth. He looked down the hall where he could see into our bedroom. He said there was a bald-headed man... With black eyes standing on the nightstand next to Mommy's side of the bed. He turned to look at my son and smiled at him. He told us this later on when we came upstairs to get our little ones ready for bed. I looked around the house and in the closets but didn't find anything. What was so funny? The way they spelled bald. <laughs> oh. I know. I was like. <laughs> I was even like. Am I reading that right? Do I need my glasses? No. I just spelled it right. <laughs> funny <laughs> did you see me i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah they spelled i've funny. never seen it spelled like that <laughs> didn't know <laughs> oh well it was a b-a-l-l-e-d yeah like bald like- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> When I was around four years old, we went to visit my granny and papa. The morning after we arrived, my mom found my bed empty when she went to wake me up. It was a really foggy day, and I was nowhere in the house. My granny went out to find me and ran into me heading back from my great-grandmother's house just down the way. She was about to whip me when she asked where I was. I told her I was with mom-ma'am-ma'am. She made me pancakes. My granny grabbed me, picked me up, and held me tight as she carried me back to her house. I found out years later that my mam-mam, great-grandmother, who I never met, died a week earlier. That's why my mom went to visit. My granny told me I had described her mother perfectly, having never seen a photo of her or met her. Aww. That's kind of creepy. That is creepy, but it's (laughs) sweet, too. When my brother was only a few months old, before he could speak, my dad went to check on him at night. He could see he was fast asleep in his cot, so he walked past him to shut the curtain. When my dad turned around, he was standing up, eyes wide open, and laughing at the top of his voice, Mm -hmm. like he was possessed or something. Apparently, my dad just bricked it and ran out of the room. I haven't ever heard that phrase before. No, me neither. Maybe they meant booked it. Maybe. Anyway, he ran out of the room. Away from his son? That's weird. That's what I was I was just thinking that. I would not guys are weird. I yeah. think that's more of a dad move. I probably would have grabbed him and shook him like, What the yeah, hell is would, wrong with you? Yeah, I would be like, What is wrong? What is going on? <laughs> Quit acting creepy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> When my little sister was about four, she stepped barefoot on a broken glass, nicked a major artery, and nearly bled out. After an extended stay in the hospital, she told us that she wasn't scared in the hospital because a little girl held her hand and told me she was protecting me. She said we were sisters. She didn't know this at the time, but one of our sisters had died just after birth many years before. 
Hmm. That's sweet. Creepy, but sweet. Yes. <laughs> when I was about 15 and my brother was six, we were outside at night sitting around a fire pit facing the house. We were all talking and realized he had been staring in at the house for like five minutes. We asked him what he was looking at and he said, the man in the hat. And he pointed straight at our window. None of us were wearing hats and there was no reflection. Creepy. You hat man in the house. Yeah. <laughs> My youngest daughter suffered from night terrors as a young child. She would sleepwalk with her eyes wide open and talk. Yeah. Several times as I was sitting with her trying to console her and get her back to sleep, she would look up in the corner of the room and point then let out a blood-curdling scream. Oh, my God. I jumped out of my skin every time and turned, but nothing was there. That is terrifying. That is horrifying. What the fuck? <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be actually legitimately scared of your child. I don't know. That's awful. Ugh. When I was younger, my Uncle John was going through a divorce. He came around to our house to get some advice from my parents and at one point, he said he could feel the energy of two children, a boy and a girl, in one corner of the room. Soon after, four-year-old me walks into the room and I said, the children woke me up. My folks asked what children, so I pointed to the same corner Uncle John mentioned and say, those children, and everyone went pale and quiet. <laughs> when I was four, I would sleep with the door to my bedroom open and my dad would shut it quietly when he got up in the morning for work. I woke up one night to my door being slammed shut. I walked to the door to open it to see what was wrong with my dad. The man walking down the hall wasn't my father, and when he got to my parents' shut door, he turned around with an evil grin, put his fingers to his mouth, and said, shh, before walking through the closed door. Oh I God. slammed my door and started screaming. My parents woke up, and I haven't seen the man since, but have had pretty vivid dreams of him strangling me in my sleep. Oh, my God. That's creepy. That is, th that's creepy. That is like a scary movie. Yeah. That's scary. Ooh, and to be woken up by a ghost slamming your door? No. Mm-mm. This is my last one. My sister, about two at the time, was sat at the table eating her food. She suddenly stopped and looked up and said to herself, the clown is coming, and then carried on eating as if nothing had happened. <laughs> that is just rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's all I got on that one. Okay, okay this week I just did um, unexplainable, or things that happened that didn't have a logical explanation. Okay. Uh, we were in a town outside Porta Vallarta on holiday. In the middle of the outdoor market was a small church that we decided to check out. For some reason, I felt really connected to it. I felt compelled to pray and light a candle. As we were leaving the church courtyard, a little girl across the small brick road was pointing at me, pulling her mother towards us, and she was calling me Coco. The mother was pulling against her, saying, Who? We don't know her. Who is Coco? I froze. I locked eyes with the little girl. She was so excited and happy to see me. I didn't know her either, but I smiled to be polite. And in that moment, it dawned on me. My little sister used to call me Coco when she was very little. I hadn't heard anyone say that name to me in over 30 years and had not thought about that nickname or told anyone about that nickname ever. It was alarming, yet comfort comfortably familiar. The little girl's mother pulled her along up the street and they went on their way. 
Years later, my sister was getting really into genealogy and tracing our roots. She says four generations back, our dad's family is from that small town outside of Puerto Vallarta. That one gave me chills. Me too. What the fuck? I don't know, but that was... That's weird. Uh, Next one, I had a dream where someone interrupted my dream to tell me I only had six months left to live. Six months after, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. It was a harmless type, and this was 15 years ago, but it still freaks me out to this day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Rude. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it wasn't a happy dream. (laughs) Oh, by the way. I was taking my kid to a doctor's appointment, and as we were walking from the car, everything around us just stopped. It was only for just a brief moment, and and then everything went back to normal. What was weird was everything was silent, too, which never happened since there it was right by one of the busiest intersections in town. I could also blow it off as just my imagination, but as soon as it happened, my kid asked me if time just stopped. That is so weird. I know. What is that? What is that? It's a glitch. I was working at a Toys R Us in the late 90s. It was late fall, and we were running small night crews, four to five guys, in preparation for the Christmas rush. One night, I'm the only one who shows up. Closing manager tells me I can split it if I don't want to be alone in the building all night. You got locked in. I'm fine with it. Actually, I thought it would be kind of cool. They close up, set the alarm, and leave, and now I'm alone until 7 a.m. We would usually dial up the store intercom and broadcast a radio over it to stop the crappy music from playing. I grab the radio and dial up the intercom and set it up. The next few hours were quiet and uneventful until I suddenly hear click and the music starts again. I go over to the front desk where I had the radio and it's still there playing. The phone is still off the receiver right next to where I left it. Okay. I redial the intercom and head back to the aisle I was working in. Not even 20 minutes later, click. And again, the music starts. I go back to the desk. Nothing is moved or anything. Radio still playing. Receiver still off the hook. Let me be clear. This has never happened before. We've been doing this trick with the intercom for weeks at this point and never did it just hang up on its own like that, ever. I'm starting to get a little freaked out now. It's like 3 a.m. at this point, and I still got a few hours to go. But I'm telling myself it must just be the phone. Let me move to a different location, so I head over to a register and set it up. It's fine for like two hours or so before. Click. Okay, now I'm officially freaked out. It's like someone is hanging up the receiver with their finger. I head over to the sporting goods aisle and grab a wooden t-ball bat and start walking the whole store. Is someone here fucking with me? I walk the whole store and warehouse. Nothing. Not a soul. I tried to get back to work and just leave the music on, but I could not focus. The hairs on my back would not go down, and I finally just fucked off to the manager's office, to the front of the store, and locked myself in until the morning crew showed up at 7. For the rest of the season, we continued the trick with the radio, and it did not repeat what happened that night. Not once. It only happened that one night I was alone in the store. I can't explain it. Hmm. Creepy. Next one, the other day I heard the radio station without turning on the receiver. I turned it on and it was exactly what was playing in my head. Oh, so they heard the radio without turning it on and then when they turned it on, it was exactly what was in their head. Okay. 
<clears throat> Next one. One summer when I was a teenager, my cousin came to visit me with her then infant son. And my mom took the two of them to the zoo. My mom told me to call my cousin's phone if I was going anywhere, since my mom wasn't bringing her phone with her. About an hour later, I decided to bike to my friend's house. I instinctively called my mom on her phone to let her know, forgetting that she didn't have her phone on her. Once I remembered, I hung up and started to dial my cousin's number. Then the phone rang. It was my mom's number. Somehow, her phone called me back on its own, even though it was in her car, which was locked in front of the house. I ran outside to confirm this. To this day, I have no idea how her phone was able to call me back, and no, I did not answer the phone call. Uh, what is that? Was that, that just like a glitch, maybe? I would have had to answer the phone. Yeah, I would, too. I would, I would like, instinctively. I'd be like, why is she calling me back? Yeah. Weird. Or I would figure, like, maybe she ended up taking it and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally have answered. Next one. I was driving into a, I was driving to a running workout at 4.30 a.m. and passed the high school stadium near my house. There was a football game being played with the stadium full of fans. It made no sense at all. I kind of wonder if I was hallucinating. To this day, I don't know why that was happening then. I missed the first part. I was driving to a running workout at 4.30 a.m. and passed the high school stadium near my house. There was a football game being played with a stadium full of fans. At 4.30 a.m. That's weird. That is weird. And if they were hallucinating, why? Why would they see that? Was it like a residual something? That's what it sounds like. Okay. This one, I, I didn't I just I didn't quite get this one when I first read it. 11 years old, driving an hour and a half away on a school trip. I see my very uncommon name, first and last, spray painted in reverse, like to be read in a mirror, on a train overpass. I have pictures of it to this day. I wonder if it means something, but I'm not sure. I'm 42 now, still haunts me. That's weird. Yeah. Why would it be backwards? And why would why would someone write? That's weird. First mm. and last name and really uncommon name. Yeah. Weird. That would haunt me too. It's really the backwards thing though. That's yeah. like, what the hell? That's creepy. Hmm. Uh, in the mid-90s, I was about 14. My family took a weekend trip to Nashville to go to Opryland. The night before we go, I had a terrible nightmare that the shoulder harness on the roller coaster we were, we were riding was faulty and I fell out. So the next day at the park, my mom, sis, and I get on the exact same roller coaster. I sit in the car in front of them by myself and my shoulder harness will not lock in place. I freak out. The ride is about to start and I start screaming. The ride operator comes over and manually locks the harness in place so the ride can begin. When we get off the ride, they shut off that car so no one else can ride it. I will never again ride an upside down roller coaster. Um, I wouldn't have got on it in the first place. Seriously. Why did you get on it? She probably didn't want to freak out her mom and her sister. I don't care. I <laughs> be like, fuck that shit. I ain't going. <laughs> Haven't they ever seen that movie? The Final Destination? Yes. I know, right? What the fuck? Oh, this was in the 90s. So, no, they hadn't seen that yet. Oh. <laughs> Well, anyway, I still wouldn't have. I bet when they saw that movie, they were like, fuck. 
Okay, next one. New Year's Eve, 2016. I'm out downtown with my younger brother and a bunch of our friends. We're out bar hopping and having an excellent night. I get this awful panic sinking feeling in my gut that says my mom is dead. With no words exchanged, my brother looks at me and says, I think mom just killed herself. I'm instantly on the phone trying to get through to her. I call around five times with no answer, just praying to anything uh, to move me to a different universe where this isn't happening. Then she picks up. She says she's fine. She just had a few too many drinks, asks us how our night is going, wishes us a happy new year. I will never be able to shake that feeling or that experience. It was like a mutual nightmare. On a lighter note, I have a fun ability to predict what my dad ate for dinner. (laughs) The other night, I had a weird intrusive thought of my dad eating frozen lasagna while watching TV in the living room. So I messaged him saying, I will make a prediction that you had lasagna for dinner. The response, how did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I prefer the less scary premonitions. But that wasn't a premonition because their mom didn't kill herself. I wonder why they had that same feeling at the same time. That's weird. Next one, I dreamt about a friend of mine I hadn't seen in more than a year due to COVID. In my dream, we were in a dining room, but time and space didn't exist. We were sitting at a round table, raised our glasses in commemoration, and she looked happy. The next day, she texted me and asked to meet me for dinner. We sat at a round table, we raised our glasses, and she looked as happy as in my dream. Hmm. That's nice. Very weird. Yeah. (laughs) I was in a kitchen with a few kitchen implements on the wall. A funnel fell off its hook, unlikely but not impossible, but it flew six feet into the open oven. Oh. It was very weird. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, when I was a little kid, my dad and I would often sit on the front steps just before my bedtime. He just let me rattle on about whatever was on my mind. I always looked forward to it. So one night we're sitting there and a big ball of light, sort of pale yellowish color, flies over the house. It was moving fast and made no sound we could hear. It was headed straight north and quickly vanished over the trees across the street. I was predictably excited, jumping up and pointing at it. Dad calmly took me by the hand and herded me into the house. He had a brief, hushed conversation with Mom, and I got put to bed. Next morning, when I brought it up, they said I must have dreamt it. What? Years later, Dad admitted that, yeah, he saw it too, but he still wouldn't talk about it. Uh, I hate it when people do that. I know, right? You didn't see that. Oh, I know. Don't gaslight me. Fuck you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Next one, I woke up in the middle of the night one day. My eyes were still foggy from sleep, but I could see the shape of a person standing in front of me. It looked like they were half crouched with their hands on their knees and their head kind of tilted as if they were trying to get a good look at my face. I remember being confused because I thought it was my mom and I was wondering why she was just looking at me like that. My eyes then adjusted and I realized this person didn't have any features. It was like a shadow person, but was gray and staticky looking. I got scared and closed my eyes, hoping it would go away. I guess I must have fallen asleep after a while, but next thing I know, it was morning. Definitely really weird. Uh, Yeah, creepy weird. Next one. Saw my late grandfather's lips moving. Seems normal, but this happened to me during his funeral. (laughs) After he had been pronounced dead for five or six days. What? Uh, no. Creepy. 
Next one, I was driving home at night and heard two little girls laugh in the back of my car. I pulled over and checked the whole car. I just blamed it on my mental health, but I had never had an auditory hallucination before and haven't had any since that night. At night? Yeah, that's creepy. You're by yourself? Yeah. No. And you hear two little girls laughing in your car? No. Oh, my God. Next one, I remember it was during a drought in California around a decade ago. I woke up one morning and our entire backyard was overgrown with grass and weeds when the previous day it was barren completely. We had no milk in the fridge but had gained a jug of fruit punch, an entire untouched gallon. My dad drove me to the store to get more milk and we were talking about how much we love the stuff and how it's one of the only things that we always keep in the house. And never let go empty. We pull into the parking lot of the nearby Safe Mart and look at the license plate of the car in front of us as we're finding a spot. Something along the lines of, I love or like milk too. I can't remember the exact sequence of the digits. I was a kid. We were both stunned speechless and brought it up in shock for years to come. That is weird. That is weird. Okay, and this is my last one. I was driving with my wife in the car on a dark rural road, very starry night. I noticed a huge spot off to my right where there were no stars, just black like a giant oval hole in the sky. Then suddenly it shot off to the left and disappeared. We hadn't been married for long, so I didn't want to make her think I was a nut. So I just asked, did you see that? She had no idea what it was. It was a UFO? Yeah. Those are mine. All right, it's time for the witty wrap up. I did funny tweets. Okay. My son called the butter shelf in the fridge the dairy penthouse, and there is no (laughs) other name for it now. That's so cute. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't know there was a butter shelf. It's the. It's the one when you open it. It's on the far right top, and it's got the little. The slidey thing. Oh, I didn't realize that was for butter. I believe it is. That's why I put my butter. Oh. Okay. (laughs) It's the butter penthouse. (laughs) My eight-year-old got really mad that I made a mess in her house on Minecraft, and all I can say (laughs) is that revenge is sweet. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I know how I feel. Seriously. Always nice to see my son's apple return home from its daily school outing. really funny child i learned a joke at school me okay let's hear it child what goes in stiff but comes out soft oh me child (laughs) me child me is it a wife running in from other room spaghetti it's spaghetti Thanks of the other thing. Well, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Parental PSA, six days left until Halloween. Translation, five days until your child decides she hates the costume she picked out a month ago and wants that different one. No, not the one in stock. That other one. (laughs) Oh, I remember that. (laughs) I am so glad I don't have to worry about trick-or-treating and crap anymore. I know. Like... 
having your kids be that age is just beautiful. Yes. And it's wonderful when it lasts, but damn when it's over. Mm-hmm. You're glad it's done. Yep. Oregon Trail, but it's just my kids packing all their worldly possessions for a 10-minute car ride across town. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> Imagine you own a restaurant. A customer orders a meal and tells you it's disgusting. They say this is the worst restaurant they've ever been to, and you're the worst chef in the world. This is what it's like cooking for kids. <laughs> And that's birth control. <laughs> my kid's school now sends texts to tell you about the emails they're sending you, and my eye just twitched a few more times. <laughs> God. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I still have to worry about that. <laughs> my family needs therapy after a very traumatic second grade math assignment. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I do like Chinese food. My six-year-old eating chicken fingers and fries from the (laughs) Imperial Bamboo Kids Menu. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) This year for Halloween decorations, I'm just using printouts of the school's emails. (laughs) That's pretty scary. (laughs) Heard a rival dad is planning to hand out king-size candy bars for Halloween, so now every (laughs) trick-or-treater that comes to my house is getting a full rack of ribs. (laughs) I used to think it was weird my mom never came with us on family camping trips, but just now my husband introduced me to the portable shower bag he bought for our trip. So anyways, cool story. I have the house to myself next weekend. (laughs) Portable shower bag. Yeah, no. What the fuck is that? My one-and-a-half-year-old had a meltdown because I wouldn't let him sleep with a large spinach leaf in case you wondered what having kids might be like. (laughs) I got my t-shirt, or, oh my gosh. I got my kids t-shirts that say, I help my dad save the planet. And when people ask how, they can tell them by shutting the fucking lights off in our house. My four-year-old keeps calling me young man, and I correct him by saying, I'm not a young man. I'm an old woman. I feel like he set me up. What the fuck? (laughs) I'd start calling him young lady. (laughs) My kid just showed me that you can sharpen a bamboo chopstick in a pencil sharpener like, okay, let's not make homemade shanks, kiddo. I love parenting because I hate sleep and a clean house. (laughs) And that's for you. (laughs) Parenting is a delicate balancing act where you need to teach your kids numbers, but not well enough that they're able to to tell the time when you send them to bed early. (laughs) I don't know why the cat doesn't like you as much as your brother, I say, as my daughter struggles to wrangle the cat into an old (laughs) Build-A-Bear outfit. I don't know why. I don't know. At Halloween store, me, store security just stopped me. Wife, why? 
Me, they thought I was stealing a sexy dad costume. Wife, leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good try. (laughs) I bet there was an eye roll in there somewhere, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, most definitely. I was laying in my 13-year-old's bed with her, and it was such a sweet moment when she snuggled up close and proceeded to point out every slight imperfection on my face. <laughs> Aw, so sweet. <laughs> and this is my last one. You have two postgraduate degrees. She reassured herself, losing another argument to her kid over how to spell Thursday. <laughs> you are smarter than that. <laughs> And that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.